We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into edition 132 of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here on this Thursday afternoon, November the 16th. Hope uh, all is well in your world as we get ready for, uh, I guess, week 12 of the college season. I don't know what week of the NFL season. Week 11, I guess, of NFL. Week 10, week 11. Hell, I don't know. I think it's 11 and 10. Well, this is week 12 of college football. So it's 12 and 11. Okay. Well, Freaking Canes just on time, like two weeks in a row. Coaches are always early. You yeah. notice that? Coaches are early. This is facts. Yeah. See your producing skills right here. Tell you real quick, while Kane waits, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. So you're check out your producing skills. I'm rolling while you're doing that. I'm rolling with a red dragon today. As customary on Thursday, the red dragon inferno to get my mind right. And Neil, in case you didn't know it, I'm contractually obligated to say this before we do anything. All MPW digital programming also brought to you by twisted T. I'll tell you more about twisted T a little bit later in the show. All right. And join us today live from mobile, Alabama, the staff room in Mobile, Alabama. The also the joining three-time world champion head football coach of the South Alabama Jaguars, Kane Womack. How are we doing, hey. my brother? Doing well, doing well. Glad to uh, to be on with you and uh, Cisco and uh, Scoops McCready over there. Yeah. See, this this. <laughs> This, you know, I was getting ready just before we started. I was going to say, you know, I shouldn't have worn this shirt because I know your dad's a big Cardinal fan, and he used to he used to give me hell about it back in in, in his days when he was the DC at at uh, at Ole Miss, and we used to have really fun conversations about it. He actually, when the Cubs won the World Series, Dave Womack looked at me, stopped what he was doing, and went, "Congratulations, I guess." <laughs> he he yeah he told me about that. He did. He uh, but you got to understand, like he. He grew up, I mean, you know, I'm a, 
mean, his dad loved the cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my, my dad would, he would put like a little earpiece um, in at school. <laughs> like he would go to school and he had a little radio earpiece and would listen to the cards games. Like, I mean, it was, you know, it was a big deal, man. So you're, Th- them's fighting wo- words right there on your shirt. I lost a I lost a bet once and had to wear a Cardinals. It was a David Freeze Cardinals jersey for a week. I had to wear it everywhere I went for a whole week. And your dad loved wow. that week. He loved that <laughs> oh, week. Oh, it was when he was coaching. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a that's a good one right there. Yeah, I didn't. I did not. I have not even trimmed the goatee this week, just so you know, because last week I had. I've been. I've been working on the facial hair for your appearance every week and this one worked and you won so i'm sticking with it this week okay all right that's so if you win if you win that's saturday fri- that's friendship right there oh I'm, that's hey do you know what else i did that's friendship when you don't even want it yeah you know? hey do you know what else i did saturday for you you don't even know i wore my look every saturday i have figured this out this is this is true every saturday that i've worn my um lululemon shorts that he made me go by the Jags are undefeated. How about that? Well, you got to keep. That's why they're winning. So you got to keep doing it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I got. They'll they'll be on tomorrow, regardless of the temperature. They'll be on tomorrow. And here I am, like trying to figure out what we're doing wrong. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter. All that stuff, certain games, and you know. What a waste of your time. I yeah. mean, all he just need him to put on I some mean, shorts. You're good. I could have. A lot of other things I could have been doing than trying to. Those shorts were like ninety bucks. It was a ninety dollar pair of shorts that I had to go buy. To, yeah. to to be a part of the the Jags that day. All right, uh, question for you. We'll we'll jump into this thing. I know you're busy. You got things to do. Um, I thought this was really interesting. I didn't realize this until today. I was looking at the uh, Sun Belt Conference standings and you know going into Week 11. So there's two game two games left. Uh, you know in the season. So we're sitting here with two games left in the season, and there are 12 of 14 teams in the Sun Belt that are still bowl have a chance to get into the bowl. Uh, yeah, you know, with that, um, bunch of teams at five got we got one at four, but they got two games left. I think they can win. Um, what what do you think's led to so much parity in the league this year? Um, I mean, that's a, I mean for the Sun Belt to have twelve teams, have twelve yeah. of the fourteen have a chance to get to the bowl. That's kind of unheard of. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember a time being in a league where where there was you know such parity. You know, for for the majority of the league, obviously, I think. James Madison has done a tremendous job. Troy's uh, pulled away in our side of, of the West, but really outside of that, um, you know, you pretty much top to bottom, you, you got to show up. I mean, every team, you know, you, you look at even some of the teams that are maybe ranked in the bottom of the standings right now, and they have notable wins in the conference against good opponents. And so, um, you know, I, I think, um, I think the transfer portal, um, can help you or hurt you, but it provides parity in the league because if you have um, top tier talent, all right, you got the top, you know, best players in in the Sun Belt. Very often, you know, or very likely at the end of the season, you're not going to have those guys the next year, right? Because somebody's going to come in and try to grab those guys, and and you know, you nil and all that other stuff, right? They're they're just, you know, uh, you lose some of the upper echelon tier talent in the Sun Belt. If you're at the bottom, you know, and whether you're a new coaching staff or you didn't have a very good season the before, you can utilize the portal to to rapidly improve your your roster and your and your talent and depth and 
all those other things. So I don't think there's, you know, sometimes you're not going to have that tremendously talented team because they're going to get poached in the off season. And you're also not going to have that terrible team um, because they're going to be able to revamp their roster, you know, every single year um, or, or yearly be able to make changes and adjustments that they need to. And then everybody's making an investment in the Sunbelt. I mean, look at the resources, look at the stadiums, look at the, you know, I mean, just the, the regional talent. Um, It's, you know, this is a very, very good league, and it's only going to get better. And you and I have talked about it privately, obviously, but and we've talked about it this on the show, but just to reiterate it, I think with the portal, there obviously there's less and less high school kids signed. And so the Sunbelt teams, are, at the geographic location that they're located in, there's going to be players that they can go really sign easily out of high school that, you know, when I was at South or Arkansas State, we wouldn't even be able to touch. You know, they'd be going to – uh, a, a big school or whatever it is, because not the big boys aren't taking 25 anymore. So, well, you know, the other thing too, is I, I think, you know, you can recruit really good players, but you also, I just feel like at this level, it's an evaluation business. Sure you know, is. I've, I spend, I've told you all this before I spend, you know, when, when, during the season, when coaches go into position meetings and sometimes in the evenings and stuff like that, I just watch a ton of, of senior eval film, right? we we saw them in the spring. They had one notable trait that we thought was was worth, you know, looking into later. And then all of a sudden their senior year, they just they come on strong. And you, know, you get some of these rural high schools where, you know, they don't have the resources that you do in a place at Texas or Ohio or maybe even some, you know, Georgia or whatever it is. Right. But you get uh, Alabama, Mississippi kid that all of a sudden develops a little bit later and you just got to do a great job of evaluating those guys. And, and we've, we've had a lot of success. I mean, there's some really talented players on our team that were just late evaluations, you know, well, um, I've told, so you gotta, gotta, he, Kane knows the story, but this would be interesting for you because of what Neil, because one of your, your favorite sport, um, he knows the whole story. So went, close. Okay. Um, Jalen Wayne was a wide receiver at Spanish Fort. I went and, you know, I watched him on tape. I had him in camp. Um, I saw him live, and I just didn't really like him. I just – there was nothing there. I was like, he's there. I don't know. I, I just – I couldn't see things. I just – I had so many question marks. I thought we were on better guys or whatever, right? So, I'm talking about we go through – This when you were at South? When I was at South. Okay. So, he's, he's a senior. I mean, the season's over with, and right before signing day – um, my kids went to Spanish Fort, and so I was. They had some kind of something recognition for my. They were little, but uh, Brock had some kind of recognition that they were doing at the Spanish Fort high school basketball game. Uh-huh. And so I go to the game uh, to watch. Uh, you know, do I was going to sit to halftime, and Jalen Wayne's on the basketball team, and he knows the story. I watched Jalen Wayne go four trips up the basketball court and answered every single question I ever had about the kid. I've had him in camp. I've watched him live. I've seen every tape. And I was like, holy smoke. I was like, this is unbelievable. I was like, we got to take this kid. And at the end of the day, just because of his tape and stuff, he only had like West Florida was his only. And West Florida time went him a D2. They were a startup. And so we got him to blue shirt, and he ends up having a great career um, at South. And and But exactly what he's talking about is evaluations. you got to stay on those guys and – like, we didn't make our mind up on the guy until, like, after he had finished his senior year. And it's just we were, that's how we, you do it. Yeah, I mean, we were late on Jalen Tolbert. I mean, Jalen Tolbert's the second yeah. highest-rated draft pick in, in program history. And, 
you know, we got in later on him and then all of a sudden he didn't blow up until two weeks before signing day. That was fun. You know, I think. Be, so, be so question for both of you, because this is interesting because that was obviously a different era. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a new era. I think we're in year three of a new era. I have Going this, into. I have this theory that everything 2019 and before might as well just be like Greek history and 2020 doesn't count unless you want it to count. If you did something great and you want to count it, cool. If you had a disaster of a year and you want to throw it away, I'm cool with that too. Then you have 2021 on is this new era that you guys are navigating. So now do you feel like Kane, you're at a, you're at a group of five league, but it's one of the better group of five leagues. You're a young guy. You have aspirations. You got pressures there. People want you to win there. Everything. Do you, do you evaluate the same way now? Like, okay, we, hey, I see this kid. We, it might take us a couple of years, but I think he can be productive in, in, in year three, which is year three of his five-year clock, and we get three years out of him. That was the old school of thought. I don't really know that that applies anymore. So now how do you, how do you change what you're looking at when you're looking at tape? I mean, I, I'm, you're looking at, hey, can this guy help me now, right, or pretty soon to now? Because if you develop him for three years and he turns into a star, well, you spent three years to develop him, you get one year out of him, and then he bolts to go to wherever. Yeah. I, I, I think um, I'll, I'll say this. I think we had a, uh, a really good plan of how to long-term build this thing with uh, high school talent. And we're just now getting into this. Really, this next season is when we're going to start seeing, hopefully, the fruit of, of, of some of our work and planning. When we first got here, there were some pieces to the puzzle, but there weren't, there weren't enough to win, right? And so we went heavy into the transfer portal our first year here. It was the first year of the transfer portal. And so we recognized, like, we don't want to be behind the curve. We want to be ahead of the curve. So we went heavy in the transfer portal the first year. We went heavy in the portal the second year. And all we did was take like late senior eval guys, developmental bodies that we knew they're not going to play over these transfers. All they're, you know, basically in 20 class of, you know, 21, 22, these guys are not going to see the field until special teams in 23 and the class and the season of 24. And now this year, because we've had success and we've won, you know what I mean? We won last year and, and hopefully take care of business and continue to, you know, to have a winning season this year. And then now that you've sustained some of that success, you can kind of shift more to the high school market um, and, and do a little bit more of that, you know, than, than having to go in the transfer portal because, you know, you, you're a little bit healthier roster. And so that's like a long-term four to five year transition but I think we're starting to see that um, with our program a little bit into this year, um, and then and then certainly going into twenty four. Hopefully, the you know the plan plan works. All right, uh, shift gears a little quick because I know we got you for about five minutes, and then you got to go. Um, curious on your thoughts on this. I don't think I've ever asked you this. When you get home from a, it's the end of the day, end of the day Saturday, you're going home after a game. Are you exhausted or are you wired? Um, uh, both, I guess, is the answer, you know, I mean, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, yeah, I mean, really, yeah, I mean, really both. I mean, I I'm think with you. It's like you're mentally exhausted, but you're awake. You're very alert. You're yeah. Very alert, awake. but you're, mentally you know, exhausted. You're at the same racing time. about a number of different things. And if you're really processing oriented on game day, 
it's not always the outcome that, that, that affects your demeanor. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and how you react. I mean, you, you're, you're going, you know, we won the game, we lost the game, whatever it is, but this X, Y, and Z have to get fixed immediately. Here's what we need to do in recruiting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Long, yeah. long term. Um, and you just make all those little notes and you don't want to forget them because they're in the moment, but you also don't want to act too quickly on them because you need to reflect a little bit and, you know, for any coach to say that he's not emotionally compromised after a game a little bit, you know, would, would be a lie. So, um, yeah, I think it's a combination of a lot of emotions. What do you do to wind down? What's your go-to? That I can say on air? <laughs> wow. <No. laughs> this is – look, you're not going to say anything on this show that I have right, to say. Mental note to clip this part <laughs> so that I can send to Melissa. Here we go. Um, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. You wouldn't want me to kiss and tell, but – uh, that's it stop no, I, stop stop i don't want to get I, you in trouble I, know, I would let look i would let any most other guests go you i gotta stop i don't want to get you in trouble i'm just having fun all right all right Does, uh, is melissa I, uh, is melissa one that wants to talk about football when you get back does she want to talk about the game yeah. or yeah i she's mean in she, it, she likes to hear she likes to just let me process my thoughts and hear it and something she has opinions on and other things she knows i just need to be here and let him talk, you know? Um, and you know, everybody needs that safe space to say what they need to say. And some, you know, some of the things that come out of my mouth probably aren't true or real or whatever, you know, who knows you, you, but sometimes you gotta be able to just, you know, communicate and get those things out there. And so that's probably what we do. We, you know, turn on, sometimes you, you want to watch some other games and you got a buddy that's playing and you want to, you know, see what they did and all that kind of stuff. And other times you don't want anything to do with the game of football afterwards. And so um, there's had, probably a combination a couple of, those. of all of it, you know. All right. Last thing, get you out of here. Um, Saturday, got Marshall at home. Saturday, 4 o'clock, ESPN. Last home game at Hancock-Whitney for, uh, for seniors. And I know I had strong emotions. It was a, It's always a hard day for me. And I was just, you know, especially as a position coach, you know, you spend so much time with these guys. Uh, curious because I've never asked a head coach. Um, as a head coach, what are kind of your emotions on senior day when you see guys that have kind of laid it on the line for you um, and, yeah. and, and kind of help get you where you're at? Uh, I, you know, I'll never forget. Um, I'll never forget my first senior day because the emotion of those seniors walk jogging out on the field to hug you, knowing it's their last time in inside Hancock-Whitney Stadium was um, – yeah, I mean, it, it hit me between the eyes, um, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I got emotional, started tearing up. Um, it's just you, you, you see someone's son jogging towards you, knowing that he's given so much for his family, for his teammates, for himself, for this program and coaches. And there's a um, cumulative – um, acknowledgement, right. When he jogs on that field that he accomplished a task, you know, and there's something really special about that moment. And to be just a part of that in some small fashion, um, is, is pretty overwhelming. And so it's a, it's a very special moment, but certainly an emotional one, uh, for me as their head coach. Yeah, that's without question. I've never in my career, I never got emotional, like, like teary kind of emotional, ever losing a game but senior days every single year man they just something about it gets me I don't know yeah. something about with my player I, I just I have a 
And even when they're not my players, like when Jeremy Reeves was done, you know, like even people that were not particularly my players, but guys that I had close relationships with or I knew had given so much of their body and, and you know, everything yeah. to, to keep us employed. You know what I mean? And um, I always had this deal with my players. You've heard it. Um, I called it vet mode, right? <clears throat> and I said, you know, you never had to ask me when you were going to play or when I, when I was going to get playing time because I always would say, you're going to play when I can trust you to feed my children. That's when you're, you're not going to play one snap before or not one snap after. Um, and uh, for me, when you get those guys that have been in the program three, four years and, and have gone through, and you've seen them grow as people, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, they're, they come to you as kids and they're leaving – you know, grown men. It's like uh, when y'all playing, um, golly, who was it? Dallas, I saw Jalen on the sideline during the game, maybe in the Southern Miss game. I saw Jalen, the TV had him on the sideline or whatever. And I can remember Jalen Tolbert, you know, you know, as a kid, you know, he's 18 years old. And I, I remember, you know, hugging his neck. He, he, he broke his, uh, as a freshman in two days, he, he had a, basically a femur uh, fracture, and to be from that moment, then you see him, you know, big chin, shape, you know, like truly transformed into a young man. It's just, it's, yeah, it gets you. It's well, tough. you know, this, so like this year, um, I've got, I've got a player, James Miller, our, our Mike linebacker that I started recruiting in January of 2018 at Indiana. God. And you know what I mean? Like he, I, I recruited him. Uh, coached him, saw him grow as a young guy. Uh, his his last year at Indiana was my first year here as the head coach, and so we spent one year apart. And then I got to coach him for his last two. And I sent a a text message thread to um, like five of the linebackers that that I had at Indiana. They were all the same age and kind of came up together. Two of them are playing in the NFL now. One of them's coaching Thomas Allen, you know, Tom's son. Um, and, makes, and then makes one, me feel one old. of them is one of them's a senior going out for senior day next week at Indiana. And then one of them's a senior here for us. And like to be able to, you know, in coaching, right. You know, you, you rarely are going to see a guy all the way through. It's just really hard, especially <laughs> as an assistant coach. Yeah. And so one of those five guys, I'm, I'm going to get to, to hug their neck on senior day. And I, uh, I'm going to have to emotionally prepare myself for that moment because that is a really special deal. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, brother, I appreciate yeah. it. We've got to go get the, go, go get bowl eligible this weekend against Marshall. Right. Very athletic team. Very athletic, Marshall. Very, very, very athletic. athletic. Good team. You know, Huff's got them. I mean, to, to go through five games of struggle, you know what I mean, in a row and still find a way to fight back and, and have a, a, a big win last – last week with other starting quarterback. I mean, he's got them fighting right now. So it'll be, it'll be a tough one and a fun one. Let's go get them. You sending pizza to them tomorrow night? Pizza and beer. Unless, unless he turns me down. There you go. Anybody turned you down this year? Nobody's turned me down this year. No, no pudding cups and, uh, hey, and juice boxes we got, this year. We got the word out. We, social media, we had that, we got the word out. Cause when you, when we asked you That's that right. question back in the spring or whatever it was, when we did the whole show, yeah. We did a social yeah. media uh, clip on it, and it got it went viral. So the word <laughs> the word was out. They didn't want they didn't want uh, Kane snitching on them that they got pudding cups and juice boxes. <laughs> That's good. So all, all right, right, all right I'll see you, fellas. All see right, man. You. See you. Okay. Neil, while you're doing that, 
the Cooper Chevrolet chat has been just blowing up over there while Kane was while Kane was rolling, and uh, my man Bob is getting interrogated on the new flavors. Rain has been a very popular topic. Yep, I know you're going to tell us more about rain in a second. But in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, Black Friday is going on every single day at Cooper Chevrolet in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. Get the best deals of the year. Over 200 new Chevys, Buicks, and Car Bravo certified pre-owned and quality import and domestic used cars. Also, great finance offers, listen to this, as low as 1.9% APR. Oh, yeah. Call Cooper Chevrolet at 256-236-4481, 256-236-4481, and ask about uh, your Cooper Chevrolet products today and tell them that McCready and Siski sent you. You ready to elevate your college football game day experience? I am. I should say I recommend that you check out Twisted Tea. It's your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've ever had before. It's made with real brewed tea. It packs flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. There is uh, no need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating, in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate your game day experience. <clears throat> it perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences with Twisted Tea. The drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. This show is also sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you look forward to the holidays? Maybe you struggle with seasonal blues. The holidays can be stressful, can conjure up some sadness. In other words, this time of year for some can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've benefited from therapy. It was good for me to talk through some feelings with the professional and walk away with a new perspective. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime. No additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com mpw today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. All right, Neil. Do you know what time it is? It is time for me to make my weekly guesses in the world of college football. Well, if yours are guesses, I don't know what mine are because you're kicking my ass. It's time for Make It Rain Thursday. All right. <clears throat> so, Neil, yes. your record is 56, 57, and three. One under 500. Yep. However, Neil, you have a plus 617 units because you are also known as Scoops Moneyline McCrady. <laughs> Moneyline. I like Moneyline better than Scoops. I know you do. I know you do. Um, I, By the way, I apologize. I may or may not have set that up before the show. I figured as much. Okay. <laughs> I did. Hey. I did not with Jeff though. Okay, <laughs> Jeff, you're trying to make this thing Jeff, stick. Jeff, I don't, I don't like it. Jeff did it on his own. I may have, may not, kind of 
needle uh, cane a little bit. <laughs> All right, I am 55, 60, and 1, so I'm 5 under 500, uh, and minus 3.75 units. So, Neil, going in, we have three weeks left, and you have a 9.92 unit lead. So I got to cut some I gotta cut some bait here. I got I to gotta find a way to cut it down to have a chance. If not, uh, Bob Bricado, our good friend from Monster, also in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, has promised that he's going to go with me okay. uh, to the haunted house. All right. And then he's he's quietly trying to say he's just going to be supportive but not not stay. But we're going we're gonna, to gonna have a buddy to go in there. I'm not going in there by myself. All right. I'm soft. All right, Neil, you want to crank him up or you want me to go? Uh, <clears throat> you can go. All right. Neil, in no particular order, Saturday, about somewhere around the 237 spot, there's a football team from Athens, Georgia. And when they line up, they go, they're ready to go. Okay. The dogs are barking. Tennessee, not so much. Mm-hmm. Got their feelings hurt a little bit last a lot, week. A lot. Missouri. Don't even get me started on the Eli Drinkwitz trash talking shit. But they got their ass kicked in, in uh, Como last we week. We stand on our business, Josh. That's a rap song, I think, by the way. It's in a rap song. Okay. Um, that's another way of... Eli trying to relate to the kiddos, trying too hard. So hard. Um, kind of ruined it. Kind of ruined the whole thing. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. But Tennessee is playing at home, which they play well at home. They do. The only problem is, like is they big don't. Big time numbers at home. But they don't play teams like Georgia at home very often. Georgia well, knows. Every other, every other year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> once every two years. Somewhere like that. And so, <laughs> I mean, Alabama goes there every other year too. So they kind of do play. Yeah. They kind of do play some big home every games. two years because they they played in Tuscaloosa um, like this year. So, so literally every year they either play Alabama or yeah, Georgia. So at pretty home. much every twelve months, <laughs> they play they, they play a team like this at home. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, <laughs> other than that they, they don't never, play anybody. No, other than right, that, yeah. they don't play anyone. Yeah, the Georgia Bulldogs <laughs> are favored by ten points, and Neil. It's not enough. Give me the Georgia Bulldogs minus 10 in Knoxville to just get crazy on the balls. I think they win big. I think you're right. Big, big. I think you're right. Big, big, big. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they destroyed them. Uh, I did not pick that game. But I thought about it. It was on my list. A list that was hastily thrown together this morning. I was like, oh, shit, it's Thursday. Um your boy Richrod doing a hell of a job at Jacksonville State. He is. They are playing a Louisiana team that is on quit watch. Louisiana Tech. Is that what I say? Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana Tech. There is no University of Louisiana. Doesn't exist. It does in Lafayette. No, it doesn't. Uh, Louisiana Tech is an Lafayette. Eight, excuse me. Louisiana Tech's an eight and a half point underdog. This isn't going to be anywhere in the realm of eight and a half. Jacksonville State is going to beat the absolute breaks off Louisiana Tech. This is a blowout. This is blowout watch on uh, on Saturday in East Alabama. Give me Jacksonville State minus eight and a half. Neil, my um, one of my favorite picks of the week. The only reason I'm not going with it is because you did. So I'm, I got I got to stay out of the haunted house. Uh, I'm pivoting. Um, 150% in agreement with you. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville State's had a week off, and Zion Webb, their quarterback, he's been a little beat up. But he's got, um, you know, got a week to get healthy, and they're going to be running wild in Jacksonville. But I like that one. All right, Neil, my second pick. 
The Purdue Boilermakers are traveling to Chicago. I'm doing this one for my good friend, one of the great, do you know who one of the great alumni of Northwestern is? Um, I'm talking about the greatest alumni ever of I don't, Northwestern. I don't. Bob Brucato. Oh, yes, Bob, yes. May still be, at one time, may still be, I'll have to check with him, I haven't asked him at the record still, was the home run record holder for the North, Northwestern Wildcats. How about that? I'm doing this for my man, Bob. Pride of Evanston. The pride of Evanston, Bob Ricardo. I'm taking the Northwestern Wildcats plus yeah. three at home versus Purdue. They just named their head coach. The took, kids the, took, are, took the tag off of him. Took the tag off of him. Yeah, They're going to be all job. juiced up. Mm-hmm. Purdue just lost another game. They're not bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be getting ready to what we're doing for Thanksgiving. Give me the Northwestern Wildcats at home plus three against Purdue. I like it. It's a good pick. Northwestern's done a hell of a job. Yeah. Hell yeah. of a job. Because at the beginning of the year, they were they, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. No, they've they were one and eleven last year. It was yeah. bad. It was bad last year. They've they've done a they've done a good job. Uh I'm going to uh the hell league is this now. I guess it's the Big Twelve. Cincinnati doesn't belong in the Big Twelve. Uh Cincinnati's in the Big Twelve. They head to West Virginia this week. They're give they're getting six and a half points. They're gonna need a hell of a lot more than that. West Virginia's just one of these teams. But better uh, don't touch them away from Morgantown, but in Morgantown, sign up. And there's something wrong at Cincy. It's just not right. Give me West Virginia minus six and a half. I really looked at this game. I struggled with it because Cincinnati went and beat the shit out of Houston after I picked them last week. All right, Neil. Yeah, but Houston's a weird team. Yeah, I know. It's you mean to all kidding aside, it's also a big game because he's six and four in uh, Morgantown. Morgantown. It's a big game for him. He needs oh, to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't go six and six. No, no. All right, Neil. My third game: the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Oh, I'm interested here because this is on my money line list. Go ahead. I'm 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 all ears. You all is the Southern Miss Golden Eagles are traveling. Up to Starkville this weekend they to are. take on the Bulldogs. They are. Southern Miss is getting getting 14 points. They are. And, Neil, they ain't getting enough. Give me Mississippi State. Really? To make a statement. To make a statement. What is the statement? And go big. What is What is the statement? We, they love Greg Knox, that they're glad that what's-his-face is gone. They and, will win by 28-plus points this weekend at home against Southern Miss. Holy cow. Mississippi State minus 14. Wow. O- okay. Okay. Wow. You're so convincing. I feel good about this one. All right, to the Big Ten I go. I watched Illinois last week. They had a uh, backup quarterback came in and played pretty well against uh, Indiana in a fun game, fun Big Ten game. Everybody, everybody makes fun of the Big Ten. Uh, Illinois, Indiana was very entertaining. Um, they got to play Iowa this week, though. At Iowa City, Luke Altmyer's returning to the lineup against that defense. Nothing against Luke. I, I love Luke. He's a great kid. But uh, oof. they don't have a hard time scoring. They don't have a hard time scoring. Uh, I was giving three. It's not nearly enough. I, Iowa over uh, Illinois lay the three. Neil, that's also one that I had picked. That's in my pool. Um, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I think they're legit. Uh, they're playing well. I mean, they're not. I mean, I'm I'm with you. I, 
No, we do a lot of the jokes about Iowa and the offense and stuff. The truth is they're a pretty good football team. Um, they're, they're limited offensively, but they do the other two phases extremely well. I want to read this uh, text to you. That I, This is pertinent because I was going to talk about it if I picked them. A man Bob sent me this morning. Bob, what are you doing up at 5 o'clock in the morning? All right, Bob, Bob sent me this, uh, text me this. How about this? The worst power five scoring offenses in college football. Okay. Okay. Number one, Michigan State. I want you to. I want you to see what's. Uh, what are all these? What do all these schools have in common, Neil? Number one, Michigan State. Number two, Indiana. Number three, Iowa. Number four, Arizona State. Number five, Nebraska. Number six, Illinois. Number seven, Minnesota. Number eight, Utah. Number nine, Northwestern. Number ten, Purdue. A lot of Big Ten West right there, boy. Well, they're all going to be in the Big Ten next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, so sign me up to be a D coordinator and to be in the in the Big Ten next year. Wow. How about that? How about that? It's pretty crazy, isn't it? It was a good text, Bob sent this morning. No wonder that Oregon thinks you know we're going to run this damn thing. <laughs> you know what? If we can score a couple points, all right. <clears throat> Neil, my fourth game. Blacksburg, Virginia is hosting. I've been there. I've been there twice. Yeah. Coached there twice. Virginia Tech is hosting the NC State Wolfpack. Oh, the fighting Dave Dorns. The fighting Dave Dorns. And, you know, the Dave Dorns have gone through quarterback changes. They got a quarterback that doesn't want to play. So they go back to a different quarterback. But all Dave Dorn does is just keep on winning. Won a lot of games in a row here. Beat Clemson. Beat Miami. Won a lot of games in a row against good teams. They are getting three points in Blacksburg against a good, a solid, much better Virginia Tech team. But they're not ready for that this weekend. Give me the NC State Wolfpack plus three. Oh. On the road at Virginia Tech. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Brian's got me thinking over here. Hey, well, before we go to NFL, we got a super chat. Remind me. All right, I'm uh I'm going out west again. I've I've done well on West games. Okay. Have you noticed this? I have. It is it has bailed me out uh numerous occasions. I hate Hawaii as a road team. I love Wyoming as a home team. It's too easy. That's almost too easy. I looked at it. Is it 13 or 14? 13 and a half. And this 
They'll, I, I think Wyoming walks all over this. The only reason that this line is even that low, I think, is because Hawaii beat Air Force at home last week, and they got you know a, oh, yeah, bump, yeah. a bump. That yeah. should be free money. But there's a difference when people. Yeah, yeah it's a big difference. Give me, uh, give me Wyoming minus thirteen and a half over over Hawaii. So the altitude, altitude. They've been playing the at sea level. Thing. They're going to altitude, Just, and it's November or November in altitude. Yeah, it's and gonna, you're beach guys. I mean, be come a, on, going to be a minute. Like that's not enough like, time to acclimate. It's almost like it's almost so low. It's a trap looking thing. You know what I mean? I, no, well, they're, they're, for a moment I thought it was a trap, and then I ran it through something else that I do. And uh, it, oh, your formula that you don't want to share with anybody? It, it came out at like nineteen, so I felt good about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you there. I like that one too. They're just going to send me straight to the freaking haunted house. Me and Bob to the haunted house. All right, Neil, my fifth game. I got three. All right. I got three that I'm picking from because you took two of mine earlier. Um, I like S- I like SMU minus eight and a half at Memphis. Um, that's going to be an extremely high-scoring game. Um, I just don't think Memphis can keep up scoring. I think it could be a back-and-forth game. It ends up being a 10-point game, but I like SMU there. I like the South Carolina Gamecocks at home versus Kentucky. South Carolina's getting a point and a half. And I also like USC at home minus six and a half against UCLA. Oh, hey, a little breaking news real fast. Okay, uh, go ahead. Jim Harbaugh has accepted the three-game suspension from the Big Ten. Hmm, imagine that. I told you that's what he should have done in the beginning is stopped going to court so it doesn't get worse. I'll tell you why I think in a minute. Um, They were going to release some real evidence today. I figured that was coming. Neil, I'm going to do it. Screw it. Screw it. Screw it. Screw it. I'm going to go out west too. Okay. Give me the USC Trojans who oh. are struggling right now. Okay. But they've but they've been they 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 have been scoring points. Uh UCLA's not very good on offense right now. They're struggling. And now you got rumors of Chip Kelly getting fired at the end of the year. I don't think it's a rumor. I know. I'm just it is rumor as of this moment. It has not been fact factified. True that. Give me USC minus six and a half at home versus UCLA. I got a feeling they're gonna score points and they're not. I think they I think they get. Uh, I think they score more. Maybe beat them by ten. They can always score. Best team in the Sun Belt is uh, James Madison. They are. They're the best team in the Sun Belt. They're the best, maybe the best group of five team. And they really wanted to get into the mix. The NCAA said no. They're going to be pissed. They're going to play Appalachian State at home on Saturday, and they're going to treat Appalachian State like they're wearing uniforms that say NCAA. James Madison minus eight. App State's fine. James Madison's going to play inspired football. This is a blowout. I've always been on the – I don't know which side. Are they going to be down or inspired? I looked at it both ways too. They're going to be inspired. They're yeah. going to be pissed off. This is, They're going to make a statement. Yeah. The, the sadness will come later. Yeah. But, no, this this will be this will be pissed off. Agree. If I'm a coach, this is my motivation. No, coaches. We, coaches we, will use it. We're going to play for each other. We're going to show. We're going to. We're going to show everybody what we are. We're going to show them what they're missing out on. Blah 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 blah. They're going to roll. Sadness will kick in later. Um. All right, here we go. You know what time it is, Neil? It's time for scoops. Moneyline McCready time. All right, so Neil, moneyline. I've done a lot of did a lot of research on my old money line this week because I need one, and I had to find one that had good value, 
And then that is also, I could look myself in the eye and say, you know what, Tyler, this money line is going to hit. So the money lines that I like without, didn't even need the points. I like Northwestern to beat Purdue straight up. I like I like uh, NC State to beat Virginia Tech straight up. Didn't need the points. And I actually, I like South Carolina without the points to beat Kentucky straight up. I kind of do too. And you know what? If you just forced me, if you just forced so me. So the South Carolina-Kentucky game is a weird matchup. But yeah. What's the money line on it? One, 103. Yeah, yeah. I needed a unit. It was more gameplay. Um, and if you just forced me to, and I had to take a money line, I thought about taking Washington money line against Oregon State. I mean, they're undefeated. I mean, you, it's not a bad bet, right? And it's like 120. But, Neil, that's not where I'm going because I found one that's going to hit. It's at plus 247, and it's going to hit. Not only is it going to hit, it's going to shake up the college football playoff. Give me the fighting quick you client. Iowa State Cyclones oh. at home to, hate it. to beat Texas at home, straight up at home, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. What's that money line? Plus 247. Oh, wow. That's not bad. I can Iowa, see that. Iowa State has beaten them three of the last four years. Yeah, I can see that. And they're at home. I think they've beaten them twice in a row at home. Uh, regular size Ben says, I don't know what money line means. What a money line means is, so 247. If Tyler were to put 100 bucks on Iowa State to win straight up, and they did, he would win $247. You're betting on an underdog to, to win, win straight, straight up, up without not point the points. spread. If I were to bet on Florida International on Saturday to win straight up against Arkansas, and I bet $100 on FIU, and FIU beat Arkansas, I would win eighteen hundred dollars. It's plus eighteen hundred. Plus eighteen hundred. <laughs> Are you going to do it? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, no, if if we we wouldn't even have a make it rain Thursday if you get that one. <laughs> the competition would be. Yeah, I'd be over. like, I'd be, I'd, I'd go ahead and book the. I'd first of all, I'd be really pissed at at. Uh, I'd be, this, I'd be extremely happy for Mike. Okay. Like, I would be so happy for Mike, and then I would realize that I have to go spend the night in a haunted house. <laughs> and I would be really pissed at Mike. But, Mike, come on, dog. I would be, like, tweeting FIU stuff, and my daughters would be like, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, you you get in trouble. I would yeah. get in trouble. They would get mad. Yeah. Caroline was mad last week. Yeah. She was not happy. That wasn't even a good game. No. She didn't have a chance to be pissed. <laughs> I, yeah. It was over quick. It was over fast. All right, so my, the ones I'm looking at, uh, Grind kind of has me looking at Houston plus 240 against Shit. Oklahoma State, but I don't think so. I think Oklahoma State's going to come back on that one. I kind of like North Carolina plus 220 against Clemson. Somebody going to be distracted? Who's going to be distracted? We'll talk later. Not ready for podcast yet. Oh, Clemson going to be a little distracted? Their coaching staff may. Oh. Do tell. Dabo? <laughs> Texas not A&M? Ready, not ready for podcast yet. Texas A&M? Not ready for podcast yet. Because, <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you, the rumor in the, in, the, in, the, in the kind of the coaching world is that A&M's got their coach. Not ready for the podcast. The rumor yet. is that A&M's got their coach. Uh, 
I don't hate Arkansas State plus 154. I'm trying to, I can't remember who they're playing. Texas State at home. They're actually playing fairly well lately. They are. They play well at home, too. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the FIU. I just really have questions about Arkansas. Like to, I, mean, I almost took FIU plus the whatever it was, and the line kept dropping. It was 32 at the start of the week. It's now like 26 or something. I mean, money's coming in on FIU on that money. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Arkansas cares enough. They got issues, and then now I worry that they might do the one rally for the coach thingy, but that usually happens on the last game. It doesn't usually happen on the next to last game. Isn't this the same week that Liberty beat them last year? Is it? No, the week before. No. It was the week last week before. Because <laughs> last year was the Ole Miss week. How about that? Hugh Freeze got Sam Pittman in Fayetteville the same, 365 days apart. Yeah. Same exact weekend. Yeah. Just remember they played uh, Ole Miss the next week, and then they had to play Missouri. Something tells me Sam's not sending Hugh a Christmas card. That, that, has, not. Not gone, that has not gone well. Not for him. I don't think. Pittman makes it. There's a lot of people that are doing the, the media is this, the media is that. Yet nobody is at this point. See, if he were safe at this point, and, and, unless they're idiots up there, they'd say it. Well, well, I don't want to do that. I hate that. I hate that worse. I hate the old if you, confidence. But if you knew he was safe and you didn't want to mess up recruiting or for him to lose what's left of his class, you would put out with some trusted media hey, we're not firing him. Yeah. And that hasn't happened. All right, go ahead because we got to get the NFL. All right, um, life advice. Yeah, eighteen hundred ridiculous. I'm gonna go. Uh, be pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad at myself. <laughs> what if you don't pick it? They win, and then you lose the competition. How pissed would you be? Because you know I'm pissed. Last year I I had Liberty and I didn't pick them. Yeah, it didn't matter. I still won though. I think I'm giving one away though, right there. I mean, the odds of them—they're they're not your choice, man. They're I'm not, not. I'm not talking you in or out of it. They're not good. FIU. Let me look at FIU real quick. You, you go to your first pro game if you want to. No, go ahead. Okay, I'm looking up. We'll go quick. FIU football schedule. Let's see what they've done. FIU in the last few weeks. Let's we'll start on the um, October 18th. They beat Sam Houston in overtime. They lost to Jack State by 25. At home. Lost to Middle Tennessee by 34. Yeah, screw it. Give me, uh, give me North Carolina plus 220. Okay. All right. North Carolina plus 220. All right, here we go. They're not, they're not going to be in an SEC team like that. That's not no. All right, NFL, Neil. Yeah, we'll run through these. All right, my first game, um, I'm going to be all over the place, not in time order because you got – we're going to overlap on one. All right, Neil, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are traveling to Cleveland. Cleveland is having to play a rookie quarterback because Deshaun Watson is done for the year. The Pittsburgh Steelers are underdogs. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus one on the road uh, at Cleveland. By the way, my formula this week, there's only one game that fits, and I ain't got the nuts to even play it. So I'm going against the formula because there's only one game. Uh, They beat them by four at home last time. Uh, I think Pittsburgh's playing better on offense. They're running the ball better. Give me the Steelers. I like them to win outright against the uh, Browns on right. Sunday. 
I'm gonna go with my man crush, my new man crush. I've got it. I've got it bad. I've got a man crush with my guy C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Love watching this kid play. He's phenomenal. He's 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 it. He's got it in spades. Play the Arizona Cardinals at home. They're going to get a big crowd. People are starting to get excited. They're starting to smell the playoffs. Give me Texans minus five against the Cardinals. Okay. C.J. Stroud. Yep, he's dude, doing well. A dude. All right, Neil. Um, I think this is the game we're going to overlap, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Tennessee Titans are traveling to Jacksonville um, on Sunday. Yep. Jacksonville got embarrassed last week, really had problems up front. Uh, Tennessee's struggling, dude. They got their ass kicked um, at Tampa Bay last week. I don't see that changing this week. They're, the Jaguars are going back to Florida to play Jacksonville. Give me the Jags minus seven at home against the Titans. Yeah, I've got that one too, so we'll kill the Two birds we'll waste time. Yeah, Jags minus seven. All right, Neil. Uh, this game is going to take place on my third game. This is going. This game's taking place um, Sunday night. I'm going all. No, excuse me. Monday night. Really good game. Monday night. Good game. Real good. The Philadelphia Eagles are traveling to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Did you hear that? Uh, this is going to be the first time that Travis Kelsey's parents have met um, the Swifts. Oh. Yeah, this is happening on Monday. Their families are getting together. I'm sure it's thrilled. People Magazine reported this. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, the Chiefs, uh, I'm sure Taylor Swift will be in attendance. She, she will. Monday Night Football. But while we're talking about all the Swifties, Jalen Hurts has had this on his damn cell phone, literally. He's got a picture of this confetti on his cell phone from the Super Bowl. This has got Eagles revenge all over. The Chiefs have been playing with their food on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't really been scoring a lot. The front with Philadelphia is legit. Give me the Eagles plus two and a half at the Chiefs. I think they win the game outright. And matter of fact, I don't even think it's particularly close. Oh, interesting. Interesting. All right. I'm going with big lines this week. I'm going all favorites. I've got big lines, and I don't really care because I, I I think we're at the point of the year where some teams sort of lose a little. In the NFL, you don't quit, but you lose a little hope. And another team, meanwhile, I think they're going to take care of business against another bad team. Give me the Dallas Cowboys minus 10 and a half uh, in Charlotte against the uh, woeful Panthers, a Panthers organization that is my understanding that there is some real division inside that organization that C.J. Stroud is contributing to on a weekly basis. Well, head coach taking back over play calling this week too. He turned it over three weeks. He's taking it back with Carolina. There's some issues. Good luck. All right, Neil. The Los Angeles Chargers, the most up-and-down team in the history of – the NFL, they got a re- they got probably they have a really good team. They just don't win a lot of games. They're favored by three. The only problem is is they're playing one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think they're awful. I think they're bad on offense. I just don't think they can do it. Give me the Los Angeles Chargers fighting Herberts going to Lambeau Field to take on Jordan Love. Give me the Chargers minus three in Lambeau. I'm hoping this doesn't make our friend Bob mad in the in the, in the chat. <laughs> Uh, I know Bob is a, a big Bears fan. Bears getting um, – see, he's so bad that I forgot his uh, – Justin J- Fields. Justin Fields. I started to say Jalen Hurts, and I'm like, they wish. Uh, J- Justin Fields <laughs> back. I'm not sure that's a good thing. I, I guess it's a good thing. It's It ain't the best thing. They get him back. Against the Lions team, it's just kind of taking care of business week after week. Played with their food a little bit last week. Almost got burned. They won't this week. They will come back. They'll, uh, they're at home. Give me the Lions minus seven and a half. They played well the last week, though. That was just a high-scoring game. It was a good game. The, the Chargers are good. They just don't freaking win, man. Yeah, it was a good game. It bothers me. The Lions can score. 
They can score and they, they can run, dude. And they can do some things. And they got Montgomery back last week. Yeah, they can run. Give me the Lions minus seven and a half. <sighs> All right, Neil. Um, I'll tell you another one. I'm wrong on, and I'm taking them this week. You know, about five weeks ago, yeah, about five weeks ago, the Vikings were sitting at one and four. Mm-hmm. All right, yep. they were sitting at one and four, and they lost Justin Jefferson. Yep. The next week, you know what happened? They lost Kirk Cousins. They lost your quarterback. Mm-hmm. You like and that? And while they're doing all that, you like that? 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 While they lost their quarterback, Neil, mm-hmm. they have won five football games. I tried to tell people before the year. I mean, in the a row. key to this season is just get Josh Dobbs. Give me the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Plus two and a half at Denver. And Denver playing better. All of a sudden, this is an interesting Denver's game. playing better. better. So I said, I didn't, Denver's I didn't, playing I better. Do you know what bothers me about Denver? No, seriously, you know what bothers no, me about no. Denver? Is they have some weapons to throw to, and they don't throw the damn ball to them. Okay. Like, they have weapons. But they have a bad quarterback. It bothers me. And then, uh, I don't know. He's uh, Give They'll me the be, Vikings plus two and a half at Denver. They will be a very active offseason team, the Broncos. Yes. All right. Uh, I hate big lines in the NFL, but screw it. I'm taking two of them. Give me the Miami Dolphins minus 13 and a half against a bad Raiders team. The Raiders have beaten two teams and people are like, oh, look, they beat two bad teams. The Dolphins coming off of uh, open date after getting beat. They're going to be fresh. It's in Florida. They won. They, they're going to light up. They're going to light up the Raiders. Yeah, they they beat the Chiefs, right? Or they lose the Chiefs? They lost to the Chiefs, 21-14. Okay. You bet on that. I thought it was the other way around. You bet on that game. I did. I just thought it was the other way around. All right. All right, real quick, while you're calling up the uh, cha- the the deal for life advice, the Thursday night parlay tonight, okay? The Thursday night parlay. I've already placed the wager. Here we go. Joe, we got the – our Bengals are on tonight. We got a good game on tonight, Neil. Yep. Okay, the Bengals, Bengals and, the, and the Ravens. All right, here's my Thursday night parlay. Say what you'd like. Okay. Joe Mixon, plus 11-plus receiving yards. Okay. That would be a season low. Odell Beckham Jr., over 17 receiving yards. I like that. Okay. Mark Andrews. Big tight end. Four or more catches. I like that. They All go, right. They, he's a safety valve. They throwed him a lot. Lamar Jackson, 37 rushing yards or more. I like that. Gus Edwards, 36 or more rushing yards. Probably. And the last one, Joe Burrow, over 244 passing yards. Uh, he's only gone below it one time, and he hasn't he, done it since he's been healthy. I would think he'd get there. No, T, is, Higg- no T. Higgins tonight. Th- no T. Higgins. That is plus 500, Neil. Uh, right. And then Super Chats real quick. You know, hit those or hit them with the uh, let me Let me pay a bill, too. Okay. Um, our next partner is Athletic Greens. I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune system support, and I hate pills. I drink AG1 every morning. I know I love knowing I'm doing something good for my body, giving my body the nutrition it craves and covering my nutritional bases. Covering my nutritional bases for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water, drink it first thing each morning, done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality sourced ingredients. It's a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash mpw. That's athleticgreens.com slash mpw. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh. 
to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays are right around the corner. HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. The holidays can be hectic. That's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come in. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. Everyone wants to cut back on errands and spending time in checkout lines this time of year, so skip that extra grocery store trip and instead get fresh ingredients and delicious recipes delivered with HelloFresh. Just pick your meals, deliver on a decide on a delivery date, sit back. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It can also become the most delicious. Every bite of the holiday season with HelloFresh. Um, so go to HelloFresh.com slash mpw free and use code mpw free for free breakfast for life one free breakfast, breakfast one breakfast item per day while subscription is active that's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash mpw free with code mpw free all right super chat first super chat uh there scoops from tj he says hey guys in the past uh thank you so much tj Hey, guys, in the past, you said the portal isn't sustainable. Do you think it's because we only rent the good players for one year? For example, like Chance Campbell, Jacor Peterson, and Jake Springer. Uh, here's the deal on that. We can talk about it in depth later. Um, you just got to hit. And if you look at the teams that are winning football games in college football right now, there's two kinds of teams. Teams that have a culture, recruit high school kids, and teams that have hit in the portal. Yep. And if you hit in the portal, and that's hard to do every year, but Ole Miss has done a phenomenal job hitting in the portal. Lane's done the best job of anybody in the country with the portal. It's yes. just it, it it feels risky, but it might not be for him. And this is going to feed us into our last super chat from Austin. Thank you, so Austin. He says Tyler is a joker on vacation. He is on vacation this week, um, but it leads you into also answers TJ question. Uh, this guy named uh, Dion went very heavy in the portal too. Didn't go so well for him, yep. and he's paying the price for it. He is. He is. All right, go ahead. All right, it's time, baby. Life advice is presented by State Farm agent Cole Waters. He is licensed in auto, home, life, health, business, and pet insurance for the whole state of Georgia. Contact Cole at 706-525-7850, and you can also find him at ColeWaltersInsurance.com. ColeWaltersInsurance.com. So it's life advice time. It's life advice time. Got Are big, you reading the book? Reading the book. Big, right. long, uh, big, long thing. And I'm going to change some stuff. I'm going to take away towns, <laughs> things of that nature. You're not reading the first part, right? Nope. Okay. Leaving it out. Leaving it out. It's not necessary. It's not, it's not important. This, my, may be a, this may be a uh, a life advice Hall of Famer right here. My wife and I moved back to this town to be closer to my family and for good job opportunities for us both. We were in the same grad school class, started dating, got married after we graduated. I hadn't lived in this town since I graduated from high school. I lost touch with people a while away, so we didn't really have a solid social network when we moved back to this town. I'm fine not having something social planned, but my wife has been impatient with the time it is taking to develop a strong friend group. You know, my wife is too. <laughs> we're like 27 years <laughs> in. Um <laughs> With that context, my wife has made friends at monthly happy hours for professionals in our same industry. One of these friends is a guy who is interning for another company. He's about the same age as us, a, a retired professional sports athlete. He 
goes to school in a different place while he and his wife live a few streets over from us. My wife introduced him to me when we ran into him a few weeks ago. Obviously intimidated by the professional athlete living basically next door to me and my lonely wife, I looked into him a little and learned from social media that he married a girl that I once slept with in college. I'm no longer intimidated by the professional athlete. I bet you're not. But I'm worried about this incident coming back to haunt me. Incident. The incident was a one-time booty call in my mind, but she liked me more than I liked her. We were sober during the incident, and I stood her up after she asked me out, which was after the incident. I wasn't interested in her at the time, but regret how my past self acted and treated her. My wife is not aware of the incident, and I have not seen or spoken to the girl since then. My wife wants us to become friends with the professional athlete and his wife and has asked me several times to initiate us getting drinks with them, which obviously presents some potential issues. I do not know if the professional athlete is aware of the incident. I'm going to guess not. <laughs> Guaranteed he's not. Or if his wife would even remember me. Oh, she'd remember. Oh, yes. She had a certain reputation when we were younger, so I'm afraid of what she's capable of. <laughs> to make matters worse, the professional athlete's wife has a position at a at, at a place that we just submitted an application to join. I don't okay, that's a that's little good. specific. And my wife is eager to take lessons from this particular position okay. and participate. So many questions I have on this. How do I not get my ass beat by the professional athlete? How do I not get my ass beat by my wife? Should I act like I outright dislike the professional athlete so my wife will stop asking me to hang out with them? Should I forbid my wife from participating in this uh uh, activity that she wants to get involved in. How do I escape the ghost of my past? Should I go see a priest? All right. I can answer this one really quick. All right. After that book, um, this is real simple with everything that's involved in this. There there's very few options on your way out here. Uh, no doubt. The only option I'm assuming that this happened before he and his wife were an, were an item. This is my understanding of reading that. Okay. So if that's the if case. If that's the case, you sit your wife down. Yeah. And that if you, apparently they haven't had this talk before, maybe, you know, I know some people are, don't like to have those discussions, but you have to let your wife know, look, seriously, I'd sit my wife down and like, look, this is the reason I don't want to go hang out. But we had a thing along, you know, way before I knew you, we had a little one night thing or whatever it is. Um and and Mac attack says anonymous. You have to move away. Only answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only answer. Uh, but yeah, you gotta you gotta let the wife know why you don't want to hang out. Yes, I mean that's the only. That's answer. it. That's it. Otherwise, otherwise you're acting super weird, and you're gonna get her all freaked out. So you might as well just sit down with her and say, "So here's what happened. Here's when it happened. I'm not proud of this. It happened." Baby, I wish I had met you before that because you could have saved me a lot of heartache. You're the only girl for me, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I didn't know you. And I, I was young and I was impetuous and I was kind of stupid and I was kind of mean. And I hooked up with this girl. And for me, it was just a physical thing. For her, I think it meant a little bit something more. Less than the guys, it always does. Um, She asked me out. I stood her up. 
Yeah, just come clean, I tr- man. I treated her bad. Come clean. I feel I, f- I felt bad about it, but at the time, I, I, had never, I haven't talked to her since. I've never seen her since, and guess what? That that thing you want to do that she – yeah, that's her. And the, the, the guy that the played pro sports that you want us to become buddies with, that's his wife. And I don't – I don't, don't make it awkward. I don't think this is a. I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. And here's why. So. And then, look, if your wife's not a complete psychopath, she's gonna be like, "I got it." Yeah. No. And if your wife has a problem with it, I'm I'm sure she wasn't snow clouds, bunny rabbits, and My Little Ponies before y'all met either. You know what I mean? Everybody's. No, yeah. I mean, now, like Bob says, I mean, if you told your wife, hey, look, I, I, on my wedding night, I was a virgin. Well, now you got, <laughs> now some, you got a problem. You got some splaining to do. Yeah, if that's the case, I suggest you just pick up and move cities. She probably didn't believe you if you did tell her that. Yeah. So, so can I t- I'll tell something funny. My wife's going to be so freaking pissed at me. I'll tell you something funny. So we're at, I'm coaching at Alabama, <laughs> the right? The truth will set you that's free. Right. The truth Alleg- will set you free. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, I'm coaching at Alabama, so I'm never home. Okay, never yeah. home. Yeah. Ever. And uh when I, I came home after practice and my kids were like five and six at the time, right? And I come home after maybe six and seven. But anyway, I come home after practice and my wife's laughing. She goes, I was so pissed at you earlier. She goes, You're lucky that you didn't come out to your truck uh with the tire slashed. And I'm like, What I what am I what have I done? So Brock come Brock comes home. He's six years old. He comes home and tells uh, my wife that Daddy has a girlfriend, and she's like, and I'm like, what? So come come to find out, Brock went home with a buddy. We just had moved to Tuscaloosa. We hadn't been there very long. He comes home from uh, whatever it was, school or whatever, and he had gone to have a you know play at somebody's house. Well, he didn't realize that that kid's stepmother was my girlfriend in high school from when I was, like, all through high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, we dated all, in our first year in college, like five years. And the kid had told Brock, I think what he told him is that my mom used to be your dad's girlfriend. And so Brock comes home snitching on me, telling telling my wife that I had oh. a girlfriend. Oh. And then Aaron had to put two and two together. Uh, to figure it out, but yeah, she was like ready to k- kill me. I was, she was about to ready to collect on life insurance. <laughs> but yeah, going for the karate. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, we're going, we're going to change play friends. <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're going, we're going to nix this out just a little bit. So yeah, that that happened and happened to me. How about that? Yeah. All right, want to try to bang out one more? Hey, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> life advice. Let's go. <laughs> If I'm wording my question badly, please feel free to edit it. My oldest nephew is turning 12 in a couple of months, and my sister, his mom, said he's starting to chase girls. As an uncle, I feel it is my duty to give him advice. What is some advice you two would tell your son nephew about girls? I've already planned on telling about a friend zone, treat them with respect and like they're people, not like goddesses or trash. Be honest and fair with them. Uh, Don't read that. I'm not going with the rest of it. Uh... That's about it. <laughs> yeah, don't read the last part. No, the last part's good. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, advice to give to a uh, your twelve year old nephew about 
I'm liking mean, the girls. I, I, I don't think at 12 you got to give any advice because I don't, I don't really think that's a thing at 12. I, I think when they get 15, 16, you should probably have some of that conversation about they're, they're, they're people that they're not, they don't, don't put them on some pedestal and also don't, don't treat them like trash because you, you know, all that stuff. And then I think, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just a simple matter of be respectful. Yeah. There's nothing. It's too. And I think I'm assuming he hasn't had to have, you know, when you have to have the talk with your kids, it's a little awkward at first. Uh, but those are his nieces and nephews. That's somebody else's job. Um, but yeah, look at the end of the day, it's now I will tell you this: kids are a little bit uh, crazier than they were when we were growing up. A little bit more uh, promiscuous. Oh, you think so? A hundred percent. Okay. Um, so you probably need to have the t- if they're already starting the girls, it's probably not time. But whoever the parents are, probably needs to have the talk if they haven't already. Yeah, because at twelve, that's that's a little that's a little quick. It's quick, but it's getting up there. Uh, um, but yeah, I would. You tell them everything that they see on their phone is not real. That, 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 that's that, a good that, one. That's not the way that it works. That's a good that, one. That's a conversation that I had to have. Um, yep. Not because he was, just because I'm not stupid. I mean, I know it's, I know he carries around a phone. But respect is a big thing and uh, treating people the right way. And then I was surprised. I, I'm going to tee this one up for you because you have a good talk about this. Okay. If you want, he, I think he said something about he was wanting some earth shattering uh, sign stealing advice. Um, and I think you, you explained this very well because you and I have talked about this off the air. Okay. If they want to be a G, put down the phone and talk to them. Don't text them. Yeah, yeah. About how to communicate. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's for a young guy. I've had that talk with my kids 18 times since you and I have talked about how to, when you're, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found out that it's a thing for college guys. To like send a message, like Instagram message or Twitter DM or whatnot, to a girl that they've never even spent any time with. To like, hey, you want to come spend the night? That that doesn't work. That's 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 a zero chance. That's like me walking into the box against Garrett Cole and going, "Bring it." <laughs> okay, I got I got a better shot. No, no, it's the whole, it's the whole learn how to talk. And frankly, this is, you want life advice for the younger generation? Here it is. This isn't even about girls and getting dates or this is about just advancing someplace in the world. Be able to speak. Teach your sons to look someone in the eye. Teach them how to shake hands. Don't assume they know. Practice shaking hands. Your kid's going to hate you until the first time he shakes somebody's hand and it works. He's going to be like, oh, my God, Dad was right. Teach them how to shake hands. Teach them how to look people in the eye. Teach them how to speak, how to, how, to, how to speak in sentence form. And then, and this is hard because most people can't do it, make them write. Make them write thank you notes. Make them write. Make them write things down. Not type it out. Not text it out shorthand. No, no. Write it down. Because most of the time when they go interview for a job, they're going to be interviewing with people who are a generation or two older than them. Yep. So you can't do the TTYL in some text form. That's not going to work. Communication. But if you can communicate, if you can communicate both verbally 
and through the written word. As a young person today, hey, sky's the limit. Because what used to be just standard in that regard is now excellent. And what used to be excellent in that regard is now elite. Yeah. And they will fight to keep you as an employee. One of the hardest things even in recruiting when you have young coaches is getting them to sit down. Like recruiting is all about face-to-face conversation, right? Having a young coach. Now, they're great on a damn text message, but they can't sit in the living room. I mean, it would blow your mind the longer I went in coaching when you get young coaches on the road, they were so scared and intimidated to do home visits. They'd go to the school and see the kid, but when they got in a, in a conversation with somebody older than them, like if they went to see the parents or whatever like with a young coach, they'd be scared to death, wouldn't say anything. Wouldn't say anything. And so, you know, we didn't have this problem at Ole Miss because everybody was kind of older, but, I, you know, when I was at South at the time, I mean, if I had a young coach that was going on the road and he was doing a home visit, I'd go with him. And it would be, you know, just to make sure that mm-hmm. – it's just you got to make sure you can talk face to face. You know, it's like you know I've been. <laughs> uh, Kane is very good at it too, right? And Kane was on earlier, and you can tell because he can he likes to talk. But um, Kane and I went on a lot of home a lot of home visits together to carry on conversation and things like that because a lot of young guys would be just. I mean, they're great on the board. They they can call up zone blitzes. They yeah, can yeah. score points and all that stuff. But when it comes to and they can you, talk to kids. You're not going to get Johnny just by getting Johnny. You're yeah. going to have you're going to have to recruit a family. And they and they can relate to kids. Yeah. But when it comes to talking with parents, dude, they just they yeah. shell up. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. And look, here's the thing. This is why I tell I told Carson this. I always tell Carson things like we'll be driving. And I think it's 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 easy to assume and knock on wood. But it's easy to assume I'll, I'll be around when it comes time to give him this advice. May not. And what if you're not? Life I always, short. I always tell him, and he's like, but he listens. Like, hey, man, it's probably a little early for this, but like, if something were to happen to me tomorrow, I want to go ahead and tell you this. And we'll talk about something. 99% of girls have one thing in common. What do girls love to talk about? Tell Them, me. Themselves. <laughs> no, not in a bad way. It's like the talk. They talk about themselves. Girls love to talk about themselves. Aaron, I did not. Aaron, I did not. Their say friends, that. their family. That was Neil. Their world. They love to talk um, about. I'd just, like to sleep in the bed tonight. Just listen. Just listen. You could be a good listener. If you could be a good listener, Neil's coming over to sleep in our spare bedroom tonight. No, nah, I mean Laura knows I feel this way. <laughs> I, I live with. I had girls in my house. The girls, the girls love. Just, girls love to talk. I'm just teasing. Let them talk. Ask questions. They'll talk before you know it. Y'all have talked for two hours. She's talked an hour and 47 minutes. <laughs> but she'll go away. And, hey, she's got one of two things is going to happen. She's either going to dig you or she's going to go tell her friends all about you. You're going you to come out of that with a W. You treat her with respect. You're nice to her. You listen. You ask questions and you smile and listen. She's either going to like you and want to see you again or you're not going to be her, her cup of tea, but she's going to go tell all your friends about her. You're going to win. It's a W. The great Larry Blakeney. The great Larry Blakeney. Maybe the most influential coach in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Him and Steve Montgomery. Um, both gave me the same advice. Steve Montgomery was my high school coach. I mean, really close. Those two coaches, the closest I've been to any coach. They gave me the – both of them gave me the same advice. You know what it was? Son, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Do you know why he did that? So you'll listen twice as much there as you, you talk. There you go. See, it's kind of like the assume. 
Yeah. It's like Donnie Bartlett. Yeah. The great Donnie Bartlett who said, you know what happens when you assume. Yeah. says, if you'll listen. He's the first coach to ever say that. Listen will get you twice. <laughs> he said, listening will get you twice, in far, twice as far in life than talking. Yeah. Look at me now. I'm on a podcast. Get you some of that, Pook. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, we'll probably wrap it up there. Got to get moving a little bit because uh, we got Pete's pigskin preview headed That's right. your way. Make here. sure you guys watch that. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so on MPW Today, uh, already has aired uh, The Butcher versus The Dance Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. Do us a favor. You want to do, People always say, hey, what can I do to, to help help you guys? Well, I mean, look, I'll give you my Venmo if you want, but I mean something sh- shy of that. Hit the play button. Just hit the play button. Let it, pl- let it play for two minutes. You'll either like it or you won't. And if you don't, it's okay. And hit the like button. But hit the like button. That little thing with thumbs up. You know how much it costs you now? Zero. No, it doesn't cost you a damn thing. Not a thing. Just hit the like button. Hit the like button. It's a good show today. We talked a lot about Thanksgiving food. Greg was really good. Uh, if you are uh, looking to get your – you live in, in and around Oxford, uh, Greg is uh, both smoking and frying turkeys uh, through Tuesday of, uh, of Thanksgiving week. So – you want to get in on that action, you need to give them a call at LB's. Uh, you just watched this show, which is appreciated. Thanks to all the people at Rain Total Body Fuel for uh, sponsoring us. Uh, the Butcher, I'm sorry, uh, Pete's Pigskin Previews coming up in about 10 minutes. It's presented by Riverland Roofing. Chase and I will be back around 5 for a uh, hand raise, guys. We're going early today because uh, Oxford plays host to Saltillo in soccer this evening. Chargers going for uh, going for 3-0 and on the, on, the, go. on the young season. Let's go. Um and then uh, at 7 tonight on uh, MPW Digital, it's an extra edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com joins, as does Ben Mintz of Barstool Sports. So we got a lot of programming um, heading your way. Neil, the Cooper Chevrolet chat was great today. Um, we had Pete was in the uh, Cooper Chevrolet chat today. I saw that. Bob was releasing release dates on new uh, rain flavors. We yeah. got some coming out January 1. I'm excited. New rainstorm, baby. I love it. But Neil in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, remind everybody that Black Friday starts now. Get the best deals of the year on over 200 Chevy, Buicks, and Car Bravo certified pre-owned and quality import domestic used cars. Also get great finance offers as low as 1.9% APR. That's big, guys. Especially if you bought a car lately, 1.9% will get you right. Make sure you call 256-236-4481. And let them know how much that you heard from me on McCready and Siski. And go get yourself a good car and a good little APR. Hey, and I forgot to mention this earlier, but uh, it's the holiday season approaching. Literally next Thursday is uh, is Thanksgiving. So, you know, a lot of Christmas parties, a lot of uh, a lot of imbibing. So if you uh, if you need to prepare for that, get the Game Changer patches. It's the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for uh, your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout. You get 20% off of uh, those purchase purchases. I'm not even sure what our plan for next week is. Uh, a lot of it, to be honest, is uh, Ole Miss plays on Thursday next week, so the week is super compacted. You've been part of that program. You know how that works. Um I don't know exactly what time, but we'll have a show at least one, probably two shows we'll at some point next week. Not exactly sure why, but we will post, we'll tweet, we'll all that stuff, and uh, let you know what that looks like once we know what that looks like. So for Tyler, I'm Neil. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe if you're traveling, 
And uh, we'll talk to you again. Get you some rain to get juiced up this weekend. Get juiced up with the rain this weekend. Talk to you soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.